campers. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hi, happy campers. Hey. Julia here. And Sammy. And also Allison. Hey. <laughs> Our lovely producer, Caden, is with us today. Hey. Um, okay. So on the podcast this week, close dear friend of the pod. A Walden Knight. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The weekend that we had our little like powwow to see if we could do this. We like hung out with Julia the whole weekend and I fell asleep on her chaise lounge, remember, while she's on the phone for like two hours. I forgot about that. <laughs> I yeah. was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> um so Julie's been with us from the beginning. Big supporter and fan of the pod, right, Julie? Yes. <laughs> um and we're gonna talk about camp food. We haven't done a food episode yet. And there's no one better from our Rolodex to reach out to, to talk about food than Julie Horowitz. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be on. We're super excited to have you. So when we think of food, we think of Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody thinks that. Uh, it's for a couple reasons. Yeah, why is that? So I, well, I'm first and foremost an ex-camper. A, a, an always camper. A full, yeah, There's never camp. an ex-camper. Yeah. I'm a camper. Yeah. A yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I'm not obsessing over camp, I... Um, I work in the food industry in New York. So I have two restaurants. One is called Duck's Eatery, and it's on 12th Street and 1st Avenue for all you New Yorkers. Uh, We opened that about seven years ago. It's my brother and I. And then uh, about four years ago, we opened up a deli called Harry and Ida's down the street. Um, And then I also um, have a cake business on the side. So beautiful cakes. Lots of food. We'll, we'll shout out all the content at the end of the episode so you know where to find. <laughs> yeah, but stuff. before we skip ahead too much, uh, Duck's Eatery, let's just say our favorite things. Uh, the wings? The wings. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, wings. Yeah. The cocktails. <laughs> um, yeah, Julie's definitely like camp famous because I feel like anytime people are like, where should we go in New York if they're a camper? They're like, let's go to Duck's because that's Julie's restaurant. And it's like known among the camp people that that's the spot and we've had like camp we had yeah we, we have, have like an yeah. official walden event there and they put a little walden t-shirt on the duck logo and it was the best and they <laughs> made all these favorite. uh cocktails that yeah, were that were like that were camp, camp themed yeah it was yeah. very so was very if special. you're um a camper camp lover you should definitely do your event at ducks because julie like really understands camp life and will probably support your vision for any camp themed initiative that you have <laughs> exactly okay now moving on to harry and ida's what is everyone's favorite i've thing never on the menu? had a sandwich from there <gasps> what i i don't know well, we're wrong. really known for one main sandwich, and that is the our pastrami. pastrami. And it's great because you can have it for lunch and dinner. It's really big. Each half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely should have a sandwich from there. I don't know why I have it yet. Yeah, and Harry and Ida's also has like um, a bit of a camp theme, like aesthetic almost, I would say. It does. I think spending seven summers at camp kind of influenced me in, in ways I don't always not always in aware aesthetic. of in my aesthetic <laughs> my yeah everything um that we have a 
a screen door that swings and makes the same sound that our bunks did. Oh, nostalgia. Which just makes me really happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of wood, a lot of going to say bugs there are no bugs um, <laughs> there are definitely absolutely no bugs at least when you opened yeah. I actually haven't been in a while um but there were like products like almost There's, environmentalist yeah. like camp themed stuff there are a lot of like for all the, the survivalist is yes what I wanted to say. all those New Yorkers that like to you know go hiking or whatever on the weekends we have snake bite kits we've got cool. mushroom foraging knives that's cool. Fire starters. Yeah, you name it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> sandwich and a snake bite kit. What else do you need? One-stop <laughs> And with the cake business, have you ever made any types of like camp-inspired cakes or woodsy type of cakes? I have. One of my first wedding cakes was, um, was actually at the base of Mount Washington, <gasps> which was one of my favorite hikes as a camper. Um, and I made it birch tree themed which was pretty cool that was like one of my early ones and i haven't made any like campy ones since then but i've made wedding cakes for campers that counts yes and um i will say there was one other one for a friend of ours a little mini cake that was lobster themed which was definitely inspired by like camp yeah that's true Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah that was a cutie that's so cute it looked really like lifelike it was pretty amazing (laughs) i kind of remember that was it on the gram? Probably. All right. Everything so is on the gram. So, again, we <laughs> will not release on the, gram. the gram content later in the episode. So, Julia's deep in the food world. Yeah. So, also, there's something else oh, coming yeah. out soon. Yeah. We heard rumors of a, a book. book. Yeah. Yes. So, my brother and I are coming out with a book called Salt Smoke Time, and it's available for pre-order now, Ooh. and it comes out on March 12th the day after my birthday which is intentionally intentional Um, (laughs) tell us about the cookbook is it a cookbook is that a word for it or no technically a cookbook there are recipes in it um but it's more of a narrative about um our family our history not only us personally but as humans kind of our evolution on how we look for and prepare and consume food and how it's changed for the worse and how we're making an effort to get back to uh, a simpler, less processed way of eating. And you wrote on it it as part of it and you did the illustrations? Yes, I co-wrote it and did the illustrations and watercolors. The, like, you guys, you don't understand how talented Julie is. Like, on the gram, (laughs) looking at those illustrations, they're amazing. And if you, like, went to our camp, you would know that she got all of her skills from arts and crafts. (laughs) Just you, actually, we had, this we had podcast people. is just turning into a Julie Horowitz fan club. I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but actually, our camp probably had like a mediocre arts and crafts area. But like, that's, it was that's really like fun. generous saying yeah. mediocre. There were definitely, I will say, there were counselors that were crazy talented, um, who I think may have inspired me early on. Oh, okay. I was slightly obsessed with. I yes. name names. Like, she recently found letters that she exchanged with this person. Yeah, like over the winter after camp. Yeah. And they were so beautiful. Yeah, I think it it had an impact on me. Definitely. Mm. So sweet. Yeah. So um, for the book, illustrating all the, like, what kinds of things were you illustrating? Um, We tried to kind of model it after an old field guide. So, um the illustrations, the black and white illustrations are of um, cooking techniques. So it's a lot of information on how to smoke things and cure 
things and pickle and you name it. So that's sort of a like how-to guides. And then there are watercolors that are sort of like botanicals, um, a lot of mushrooms and berries and those kinds of things. So this sounds very uh, outdoorsy. Yeah, it's it very outdoorsy. Yeah. Yes. Um, is that, do you think that was influenced by your seven summers at camp? I think everything I do is influenced by my seven summers at camp. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, although, um, I don't, I know a lot of camps do have like more robust nature programs and I think that was the one thing that I would have loved to have had more of at camp is like a foraging class or like identifying, you know, edible products. People that knew what Uh, they were doing. Well, yes. (laughs) Um, But I think that's really cool. And I I think more camps are doing things like that now. And they're definitely camps that are a little bit more like back to nature in the style of what you and your brother are doing with the cookbook. So I feel like it'd be kind of cool if you and your brother could like tour camps and be like, this is how you can do a camp out. Yeah, or do like a one day foraging workshop. Yes. Yeah, you you run into some liability issues with (laughs) foraging. Yeah, like telling kids. Yeah. Yeah, and Walden had, like, a really robust trip program for, like, compared to other camps. Yeah, no, the trips were great, but nature was not, like, a forte, which is fine. Yeah, we it's brought all our own stuff. But I, I think that more camps should do that because mm-hmm. it's really cool. And we all need to learn how to live off the earth a little bit better. Obviously. At least treat it a little bit better. Treat it better, live mm-hmm. off it better, et cetera, et cetera. So, pro. I'm really excited about the book. I'm so excited about the book. Can, I, I, can I order it on Amazon? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Say the name once more. It is called Salt Smoke Time through Harper Collins. I know Harper Collins. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's They've a been big good one. to us. So um, you've been like really immersed in the food world and like especially with cooking this cookbook. So we feel like it would be an opportune time to really drill down on like what could we improve about camp food? So like first of all, like what did you even think about camp food while we were there? That's a tough question. I, um, I mean, for one thing, I wasn't, um, you know, I hadn't worked in food at that point. So I think I would probably look at it a little differently if I were eating that every day now. Um, but there was something that I loved about camp food. I think it was an important time of self-discovery. It's kind of the first time that you're able to feed yourself and sort of Choose. figure out. Cho- yeah. Um, if you didn't like what was being served, you went to the salad bar you made a fluffernutter sandwich um you could eat as disgustingly or as healthily as you wanted we were just talking about this before you came about how uh i love the shepherd's pie at camp I and i loved the shepherd's thank pie you. because of the mashed potatoes the mashed potatoes yes but also i had never had shepherd's pie before i got to camp you it's genius yeah what yeah. yeah exactly like you're just exposed to food that you don't eat at home you yeah. might not eat at home i had never had ambrosia salad before <laughs> what? haven't had it since that awesome like canned fruit yeah that with, peach oh, yeah sometimes you throw some marshmallows oh. in there i think yeah, yeah remember what that is that ambrosia I salad i thought it was like canned peaches yeah yeah <laughs> we were talking before the pod started and you said that you had a really like light bulb moment at camp about mashed potatoes specifically i did yeah when we were older campers we were allowed to kind of roam free after the rest of the camp went to sleep. And I remember there was one night that we went into Camp Craft, which was um, like the what we called the dry storage for food uh, on campus. And we went in looking for late night snacks, and I came upon a tub of powder 
that I found out was actually instant mashed potatoes, and it changed my life. How so? It was just so magical. I mean, it, it first of all, I should say that it represents the opposite of everything I'm aiming yeah. to achieve with like, my book and my life. I thought you were going to say horrifying. <laughs> but at, at the time, it was like, add water, and you've got a hot, delicious meal. Delicious. I still buy them. Really? I do. I have, I have a soft spot for them. Yeah. There, oh, for sure. I'm learning about this today. I know. I feel like there are a lot of like behind the scenes camp food things that we shouldn't even know about. Like no one really actually wants to know what happened behind the scenes. Um, they're far more restrictive now uh, at our camp specifically, but I'm sure at all camps just due to legal reasons. So campers are not really allowed in the kitchen anymore, but we used to run free. Yeah. And we did like... We like would touch all of the food. It was disgusting, and yeah. just like put our just hands like helped in yourself to anything that you found. And then we would see it being found. served the next morning. <laughs> it like was it was like, never refrigerated. It, it was oh really God. disgusting. Yeah, but now they're like it's very highly regulated. So I would assume that that doesn't happen at all. But so it was bad. Julie, what was your favorite food at camp? Meal what was my favorite food. Um, I mean, there were some politically incorrect themed. Oh yeah, Friday nights. Um, that I foreign love. meal yeah, so nights. Friday night was called foreign meal night to all our listeners, and it was weird. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> I will say there was one night which is not a foreign meal night. It was Jewish. Jewish night. night yeah, and, <laughs> and we were all like, "No, this isn't foreign. No. We are basically but all Jewish." I like, still latkes. have the receipt because I think this is so funny, and I have no idea why my mom was like the person who did this, but she coordinated like. 100 halas to be sent to camp oh, wow. <laughs> that's amazing i don't even know pre-internet days i have no idea how this all came there's to be there's 150 campers no we don't need 100 <laughs> i don't know how they were utilizing these halas but she sent all these halas up One and i just think that's like kid. the funniest thing ever and also it is extremely weird that we had like a jewish yeah. night it's probably hard to find um, hala close to denmark maine yeah i would <laughs> I, i'd also say that that's true but anyway, that was. And like then a they weird also had Irish night where it was just carbohydrates that they dyed green. <laughs> yeah. It was like green cornbread, green pasta. Oh, yeah. There might have been like broccoli involved. Like it was just green food. And green mashed potatoes. Green mashed potatoes, yeah. What other nights were there? China, Chinese night. Mexican night. Mexican night. Hawaiian night. Oh, there was Hawaiian, Hawaiian night. night. They once experimented, and maybe I was a counselor at this time, but they experimented with the tapas night, which was so oh, weird because it was just like frozen um, finger foods. Yeah, and they I remember put that. Put them all over the different tables, and you could like walk around and pick. Oh, your I was like Italian that. night? Was that spaghetti bar night? I don't know, but I, don't I that, that was a highlight. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed the tapas night. No, 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 I, Italian. Italian night, night they, was they legit. Would make the that garlic, like bread. garlic bread, garlic oh, bread, yeah, that was so good. the garlic bread. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, God. I don't know. Aside from that, though. Yeah, what well, traditional things were your kind of um, top three? I'm gonna be very honest, and I feel like I'm gonna get some shocking reactions here. Okay. We, so our camp used to put on bunk shows every Saturday night, oh, no. and before that, there was always pizza. I thought the pizza was so bad. Oh, I thought it was bad, too. Julia, it was, yeah. like, inedible. <laughs> it was gross, and the shape of it was very weird. Like, what was it? Where I hated did that come it. from? It was squares, right? Yeah, yeah it was squares. Yeah. Yeah. I can still taste that. Like, that was really <laughs> like disgusting. Like glue and rubber. And then they mix that with chocolate milk, which is, like, a lot of dairy. Very <laughs> weird. about Saturday except well, that. What came after was, like, the highlight, which were Congo bars. Congo which bars. Which are essentially just blondies, mm-hmm. which I've, yeah. I've learned recently. Yes. I with nuts. was with in nuts. my coffee <laughs> shop the other day 
yesterday and a lady behind me was like pointing at a blondie in the in the case and was like is that a congo bar and <gasps> i like whipped my head around so fast was like is that a waldenite did she go to walden i didn't recognize her so i like didn't ask because she would have been like i think i would have known her. i didn't even know it was like a term outside i of camp guess walden. it must be huh yeah all the camp magic fades when you learn these things I know. No, those were very delicious that was a good sequence i mean i didn't mind the pizza it was mixed like on occasion it wasn't it was good okay. pizza but i'm kind of the mindset where it's like even bad pizza is better than no pizza yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this was like thick and wi- i don't know there we was also, just something about it we did want to ask you about something that maybe in retrospect you have a lot of opinions on which was birthday cake night mm-hmm. yeah and that was a night Ugh. for evening activity where they would make these massive sheet cakes like huge and then everyone would break up into the seasons, seasons. Which and it got born. controversial like because Kaden, technically you're winter yeah i wouldn't be, and either be in winter or spring it really depending <laughs> on march but, but march um, is so spring it's not really i, I my birthday is the first day of mar of spring right. <laughs> your like main task really was to decorate this cake based on your season and they just gave you like copious everything possible frosting, yeah and it was disgusting because you're just sitting there and eating it the entire time <laughs> but like did you have were you particular about that night i i have a lot of opinions yeah um what season were you that's the first question i'm fall okay um which i loved because i love the colors of fall so Mm -hmm. i'd always pick out like the orange and brown m&ms were you always on cake decorating committee or were you ever shunned off to do like the song or the skit no, I think I was always on decorating duty. Mm-hmm. I, I had mixed feelings. I loved it. It was so exciting. But there were so many people. Yeah, yeah many there are too many too cooks. Many, yeah. too ma- a literal too many cooks. And I think I have control issues, so that was problematic. <laughs> also, I seem to have, like, no ability to stop eating junk food at camp. <laughs> like, there were several times where I ate so much junk food that I ended up throwing it back oh. up like later that night oh no and my on birthday cake night clean it up i think it happened once well, on birthday yeah it was yeah. mostly parents parents weekend. Weekend. yeah 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 <laughs> i just couldn't stop so, it was just disgusting no, so now <laughs> a days or when i was a counselor they moved birthday cake night to the sunday of parents was it the sunday or maybe it was the it was after the parents left yeah. they made it birthday birthday cake night or maybe it was the day after because the kids were all sad and then they were like, birthday cake night to make them happy again. I was never one of those kids that was sad. Never. No. No. I love my parents, if you're listening. <laughs> but I never like, the I, first year, I just wanted to get one, back to camp. Bunk one, I got sad because they came first visiting weekend, which was a mistake. And mm-hmm. then every year after that, I was like, goodbye. See ya. Yeah. But they did do things to like make you feel better if you were one of the sadder campers. So, but it doesn't make sense to have birthday cake night after people have just binged on on junk food. Yeah, no. like we had a, one of our bunkmates' moms would make like a totally huge thing of brownies, cookies. Like, it was absurd. The, and then we would also get like the. Um, powdered lemonade oh no oh, like lemonade. some people yeah. would just eat time. that oh, with their like fingers <laughs> to, oh, oh my the God. fingers Ew. Ew. I no, think I would like disgusting. dip I would like have yeah lollipops or something that I would like lick and then Ew. dip oh, back God. in there Ugh. yeah did you guys like the pink one or the yellow I like one? The I like the yellow one I liked yellow too anyway so those were rough times yeah a lot yeah. Okay, but Julie still has not told us her favorite camp food. She told us that she hated the pizza. Um, I mean, I, d- I loved the shepherd's pie. Yeah, the shepherd's pie was yeah. legit. Yeah. I think I like 
it had things no that flavor. are all it, it had no flavor it, had, it did have it flavor it had flavor. Flavor. I mean, I, in I think it. I liked it too but when I think about it now it just seems so like bland you know what I liked the like they'd serve like it at the an crust on the top mm. yeah that, that crust was, was amazing I like the peas also when yeah. we were little kids the mac and cheese came out with the bread oh yes Actually, that I, I love that you didn't no I always used to like scoop under it mm, yeah, I was a I was a top cruster <laughs> all right so what we want to do now is we're gonna run through a couple classic camp foods and we're gonna ask you if you could kind of put your foodie spin on it Uh-oh. and elevate it with maybe one or two more ingredients okay. or, or change up like or some, change yeah. it up I mean or get rid also, of it altogether you can't rid of it but you can also be like it's perfect as is because okay. yeah. there's to. one I think that's on this list yeah. that you're gonna <laughs> okay. I'm excited we'll I'm ready I can't tell you which okay the grilled cheese oh I loved the grilled cheese I think I would have gone with maybe a thicker cut of bread mm. uh a little more of a crisp on the outside. I vaguely remember a little, them. A light layer of mayo on the outside. Make it a little crispy. Yep. Yep. That could work. I, I remember them just being like really floppy. They were so floppy. But they were delicious. Yeah, they were. I mean, they but go in the, the tomato soup. Yeah. Would you add anything internal? Like in- Would maybe, you change up the cheese? Maybe a second cheese. Mm-hmm. I think I'm glad that might be nice. I'm with this first. Like tomato. Whatever. It's like, no, no just no, focus no. on the cheese. Yeah, it's just like it's a Swiss. Be cheese. I think they did cheddar. cheddar. No, they I did American. Would, I mean, it was American. It was American, yeah. Let's be honest. I would do like maybe even a little provolone. Mm. Mm. Oh. Might be nice, yeah. Mm. And I would grate it so that it can get even gooier. Like oh yeah, there were there were definitely some where you'd like lift off the piece of bread. It was just a <laughs> slice of cheese and <laughs> had melted. Yeah. Not at all melted. <laughs> it has to go down for and a long time. It does. Really do you it. then eat it plain or do you dip it in some ketchup? I eat oh, it I thought you were gonna say dip it in the tomato soup. That's or what I did. Tomato soup. That, that's the only time I would ever do that was at camp. Yeah. That felt right. Yeah, totally. But normally I just, I eat a plain. Oh, a little salt. Yeah. All right, the next one is a BLT. Well, this is funny because I claim to not eat pork growing up, but somehow at camp, bacon was outside of that law. Um, so I really loved BLTs because they were still kind of novel for me. Um, probably just more bacon. <laughs> That's the one that she thought you were going to say. Yeah. I have like really vivid memories. I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork. And then like we'd have this one event at camp where we all go to this river together. Yeah. That's, I was just about to say that. And that was like the big BLT day because it was really easy. It was the camp beach trip. Why did they do? They don't do it anymore. But they transported the. Those were BLTSs. Bacon, lettuce, tomato, and sand. Yeah. Because you go back and eat it on the beach and there'd be sand all over it. But. She would just get I would toast so the bread. I would toast yeah. the bread. Um, I don't yeah, know. I was just white. Yeah, and it was just I love white that. bread. I actually love like when it starts to disintegrate and you can like, mm. you know, you're just like uh, holding the innards. It was disintegrating because you were your hands were right. wet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Coating of suntan but, lotion. But and you had to assemble your own BLT. That's what made it so difficult. That's why it got so sandy because you had to go sit with all the components <laughs> on your towel so and gross. assemble it. <laughs> But generally in life, like, I don't think I have enough BLTs. Like, they're so, they still I are recently, so good. They're so the past 
two years, I've been like, a BLT is a thing that I can eat in the world, and I've started having them occasionally, like ordering them. It's a great balance of textures. It's so yeah. good. It's good I when think the diet cooks. I can think of pictures from those trips of me, I, yeah. like, just eating straight bacon. I have, I have <laughs> a very vivid, I'll try to get it, and we can put it on the pod Instagram, because it's really funny. Like, <laughs> yes. I have photos of her just with bacon. I went to Solomon Schechter. Yeah, Jew school. Yeah. Hardcore. So she Whoops. really went against I did. her religion. But well, that's okay. I serve whole hogs now. So. Yeah, I, know. I, mean, like, <laughs> I think we've gone a little bit past that. The is fully committed to <laughs> The thing is, is yeah. now on the other side with those smoked watermelon, like, yeah. people who are all about the pork smoking are like, this oh. is the worst thing that's it's ever like happened. We either get angry letters from PETA or we get even <laughs> angrier letters from meat eaters. Um, to be clear... Julie's restaurant recently pretty much went viral because they made these smoked like more watermelon than viral. hams. You don't even need to, we don't need to explain it because you can just Google it and you're going to get a lot of content. Um, okay, uh, that might not make it in the pod. Eggs at camp. We remember that there was a thing called eggs, eggs on, on call, call in the morning where you could just get a fried I egg brought to you left out from that i don't think i knew that you could order that separately until like it, uh, no that was a big revelation like yeah. i also really didn't understand it felt very that that was adult like it was only for counselors and like the oldest yeah. boss they ca- you didn't order it they came around with a thing uh, and you could be yeah. like i want they'd be like do you want eggs on call like yeah i'd like one no but i think also when it wasn't necessarily a thing like counselors could request uh. special eggs uh. special fried eggs I mean, it's not that hard to throw an egg on a girdle. Here's now the thing about breakfast when we went to camp. Some days, they fully just did not give make us enough food for breakfast. Like, remember, sometimes they would have those blueberry bars, and that was the only... It was like, those, it was like <laughs> yeah. blueberry muffin bars, and that was the only thing they served us. And that's a terrible, like, really unhealthy way to start the day. That is Re- just straight sugar. It's just, like, not enough food. Like, everybody had to go to the cereal bar. There's no protein. It was just, like, but running this a restaurant, is what you're and Julie does a lot of this at a restaurant like how hard is it to order the proper quantities of food um i mean normally it's really hard i i would guess that with camp since it's always like a set number of people it might be a little bit easier but i would guess that there's a lot of waste that happens um and that's kind of disheartening but maybe not because a lot of the food was reconstituted essentially from frozen food so you kind of pull it as you need it or like taco salad the day after we had right. hamburgers <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 i gotta respect that movie. No, that's yeah you do what you gotta do but what? i would also imagine like ordering eggs on demand for like 200 people is probably the worst thing ever they I were all like really over well easy. fried, though. I kind yeah, of I would actually that. say that the best fried eggs I think I've ever had. Were yeah, we're at <laughs> camp. Like, yeah, I don't understand how that's possible. They were because it. they were all on Reese. that like that that huge open Flat griddle. Top, yeah. yeah, like it's much easier to make them that way than in a pan. I would imagine. It's true. True. All right, eggs were perfect. No changing. <laughs> Thoughts Except for the scrambled eggs because those yeah, definitely those came out of a carton. Yeah. Those were gross. Those are watery. Yeah. Thoughts on cookout. I loved cookout, yeah. except for there was one cookout. I love lettuce. I have like a, I, I don't know. I like yeah, used to eat heads of iceberg lettuce when I was little. I still do. <laughs> and I asked Allison once to go get me some more lettuce. And she just like, she came back and she fed it to me. And I think it was like grass clovers <laughs> no, or something. I, remember what <laughs> I think I said, just put, I like, I don't really. Like, camp is so weird. Like, this makes no sense at all. I have no idea why this happened. We were, like, praying to each other a lot. And I think um, she rolled, I rolled up a, 
um, plate and I was like, here comes lettuce. So she couldn't see what I was putting in the plate that she was in her mouth. And I just put like a bunch of grass. <laughs> you better grass. Yeah. Me. I mean, we did a lot of weird things. That was like the least of it. But, um, you know, if someone asks you to get food, that's just a consequence <laughs> that yeah. you have to. Yeah, let's go get your own food. Oh, another food related <laughs> prank that to this day makes me laugh out loud. And it got a little out of control and we did it too much. But at the salad bar, they always had sprouts. <laughs> yeah. And one of our bunkmates would always put, like, a pile of sprouts on people's heads dur- while they were eating. That's and so they would funny. not notice. That's they would so never funny. notice. So they would just Wait, be sitting there that? with, like, so many. Becky. They would just be putting so many sprouts on people's heads. And it was incredible. Like, I was peeing my pants laughing every single time because you see someone across the dining hall just with like a mountain of sprouts on their head you just go to salvador and then like walk back and like dribble it on someone's oh, head yeah, yeah. Like, people that she like had special relationships with i mean just, yeah like, i mean it was yeah, usually yeah. people i mean every we, our campus was small yeah, everyone yeah. knew each other but um do that to a random three four five. but i always thought i was <laughs> like i was like past it like i knew this was a thing she did and yeah. yet somehow i'd also it's, always end up with sprouts on my head yeah I have a, a serious food thing that happened to me at camp. Uh, in bunk one, do you remember after parents weekend, they used to give a, get us those like eight foot long subs Ugh. from Subway yes. that was so that the counselors didn't have to cook out. And do you remember that counselor, Shelly? Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Sh- I do. Yeah, I have a horrible story about Shelly. This is a mean, she did a mean thing to me. Basically, <laughs> I guess um, Subway had sent like huge cups like soda cups filled with peppers if people wanted jalapeno peppers on their subs and she was like sammy try this i'd never had one before and i was like what is it she was like you'll like it and i put the whole thing in my mouth and i like almost died like not really but i was like crying (laughs) like it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me took me a long time to come back around on jalapenos yeah that was me i was nine Food that that's got. our big list of food right there. Oh, I thought we had another. Um, no, because then we got pizza and mashed potatoes, which we both, which, <laughs> which we, we already covered. Oh, last one, tater tots. I love tater. I mean, how could you not love tater tots? Can you elevate them? Tot nachos. Little, little truffle mayo, perhaps. Oh, okay. that's what we're looking for. I, this is Kaden on the mic, and I recently visited. <laughs> oh, really? Just in case, you know. But who has it been this whole time, though? <laughs> it's been various versions of me. It's been a long um, day. <laughs> I recently visited my friend in Michigan, in Grand Rapids, and we went to this, like, little restaurant, and they had the best tater tots I've ever had in my mm. whole life. Um, they handmade them there the inside is creamy creamy mashed potato with a little bit of truffle oil or whatever and I don't even care for that but it just like gave it this incredible flavor and then the outside is like the perfect crust they were just unbelievable I can't explain it better than that I want to go back there like ASAP because that was very special do you think a restaurant that was like camp themed would be successful like it had like classic elevated camp dishes yeah, I think they've probably come out in some form or another. I mean, there was diners? actually... Yeah, right, diners. <laughs> diners, yeah. <laughs> there was a, a restaurant called Walden. Oh, yeah. But it did not have camp-themed food. And it's yeah. not open. Um, well, R.I.P. the restaurant business that. is hard. It is. Yeah, it's a very... it's a uh, You'd have to be kind of an idiot to be working in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a question for you. Yes. This is a little bit of a creative brainstorming one and we can help you out uh if you were so the mess hall is where people eat all the meals at camp 
Uh, Didn't they call it the dining room? The dining hall. Yeah. The dining room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some places call it the mess hall. Whatever. Uh, maybe in the parent trap they did. Uh, if you were to redesign it or like create your own, that would be you know best for the dining experience for campers. What what wow. would you keep? What would you change? Because I know there's like of our of our dining room. I mean, in general, because a lot of our listeners don't know our dining room. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> But well, the, the idea of, like, benches, like, are you right. pro, anti, lighting, it's I all mean, you. There were some, like, really crucial things that went down in our dining room. A lot of it was, like, singing and dancing on the benches, which I guess you're not allowed to do yeah. anymore. But designing a space that would allow <laughs> for that would be it's Yeah, like, yeah, like benches more stable to the benches. <laughs> yeah. Why has never, anyone ever thought of this before? But standing tables. Like, no sitting at, just you're standing. Just, it's just like a working desk. High, high tops. tops. Yeah. Yes. Standing half the time anyway. It's high tops. It's just high tops. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. the, like, eight-year-olds? Lazy. They don't need to sit. <gasps> yeah, you could, but they're, um, you can you adjust sit. the height on them. Yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> standing you desks? Sit with your, yeah. standing you sit desk. with your bunk. The little kids are over there, raised like four feet off the ground. I yeah. love it. We need to be on our feet more, being active. And yeah. the camp's an active space, but Sitting then you have rest hour. Cancer. Yeah. No risk of falling off anything, benches. Like, I think that could be kind of cool. I like it. I, there will, I really liked the fact that you were mixed up at the tables. Yeah. Me like too, you were, yeah. You had to meet new people. You weren't just with your age group. Yeah, you had to meet kids older. Yeah, than so I did. Li- I like that. Like, I like the format of the long tables that we had. I don't know. I'm so nostalgic. It's hard to even imagine it any other way. Um, what do you think perfect. about, like, the cut? Li- what kind of cutlery? <laughs> I mean, it was, like, the worst it was of the, the worst. Like, yeah, well, what like would you, you want? bend a spoon. Right. Yeah, there were a lot <laughs> of bends. a little more sturdy. <laughs> but I don't know if, like, even that added to the experience, you mm-hmm. know? I, like, had a bracelet that was made out of a spoon for a while i think <laughs> that's cool yeah what about uh, sporks? what about the bug juice oh sporks could definitely sporks would cut down on their cost too yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. um bug juice was disgusting yeah. i was never a bug juicer <laughs> i was always a water kid. i was a yeah. i was a lemonader a pink country even kid. when i was a counselor i had to cut that lemonade with water it's like so sweet mm. yeah, yeah. and lot. those gatorade like big Gatorade vats. Yeah. yeah. Like you never really knew what was in there. Ooh. It was You think people were spiking it? Yeah, def. No, I just think like <laughs> it could have been well. like, a, you know, a packet of lemonade or like 20. Like I don't think anyone yeah, was actually was, like, like no consistency on how much sugar they were <laughs> oh, putting in Oh, not at all. It no. was like, does it taste good yet? <laughs> just like ladling it in. And yeah. like, oh. I have a good cue. I have a good cue. Favorite camp dessert. Oh, man. I mean, and I, I would include I, s'mores in that too. Huh. I did love Congo bars without nuts. I've been actually making them a lot. Recently. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I loved, I think probably my favorite part of Parents Weekend was the ice cream sundae bar. Mm. Mm. Yes. And then we would have a reunion every year <laughs> in New York City, and it would just be one giant ice cream sundae bar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't go wrong. No. Um, but fudgicles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Did you do peanut butter and fluff on those? One or the other? None? Just peanut butter. Ooh, I know. Yeah. I did a half peanut butter, half fluff. Hmm. I wasn't like I like fluff, but it's just so hard to eat. Does everybody know what fluff is? Our yeah, listeners must like, know like what a, it is. A yeah, widely well, known marshmallow. It's it's like it's wet yeah, marshmallow. It's goo marshmallow. Yeah, wet. <laughs> I did make a lot of fluff runner sandwiches though. Yeah, me too. Nothing wrong with that's basically a dessert. Like that's not real food. I um, think when I was nine, I like walked around with a p- perpetual like <laughs> ring of fluff around my mouth. Very <laughs> 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 stick fluff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the one food item that we have not spoken about yet, but is very cherished at Camp Walden. Schnecken? Schnecken. Schnecken. Do you want to explain what Schnecken is for a little Have you ever made sure. it? Sure. I've never made it. I it's have. actually hard to make. It's hard. Yeast dough. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot. Schnecken is essentially, it's a pastry. Um, it's a German or like an old Eastern European cinnamon roll, essentially, with glaze on it. Mm. Or they, is there cinnamon or just brown sugar? It's like it's oh, there's cinnamon but it's the cinnamon's rolled into it what makes the glaze is that you basically like sit it in butter while, yeah. while it bakes it's delicious <laughs> it's amazing and i have to say the last time we were at camp a few years ago they really upped their schnecken game the schnecken ugh, it was nuts, so good. it's supposed to have nuts and raisins in it but camp is nut free now so now it just has raisins and which, i actually like, i didn't like either i would always pick those out oh you would i just like a straight schnecken a straight schnecks straight straight schnecken when no, the schnecken beckons the nuts and the the raisins and I'm upset about it but um I made them before I went to camp for the first time before knowing what they even looked like because they sent you a recipe and they're like try to make this really complicated thing but we made them the size of like a very small pastry like a cookie because we didn't understand how big they were supposed to be and they all came out like super burned horrible Mm. and I was like I hate this um but (laughs) then going to camp was really cool but yeah I something I've talked to Julie about I was like Julie if you ever want to go back to camp which like I think she does um (laughs) to work she should lead like a baking instruction for campers like that'd be so fun that would sometimes campers did get to go and like bake com- cookies yeah, but it would just be cookies. like a pre-made dough it was on you know? rainy days they got to like go it'd be a great rainy day activity yeah. for kids I to also, make things i think it's kind of amazing that for every single camper's birthday there was a whole birthday cake a birth- two birthday cakes two birthday that's yeah. a lot and of per really kid cakes. they were great yeah and they asked every kid what kind of cake they wanted and yeah. frosting what were the choices? And there was like I chocolate, vanilla, vanilla chocolate, both. Yeah. yeah, you could do chocolate, chocolate, vanilla, vanilla, yeah. or you know any combination of those. Uh, yeah, I don't do think you, I you know what was vanilla. on banquet night. The brown and tan team cupcakes. I like lived every summer for those for a brown team cupcake. I don't even remember that. I do. They would make B and T cupcakes. Oh were, like, yeah. They were like yellow cakes with chocolate ice icing. Maybe that was a tan team one, and the brown ones were brown with white icing. I think I would know the tan team ones. Simply <laughs> <laughs> a tan, tan team, team captain. captain. <laughs> yeah. mm. Um. I think we hit all the like major yeah. camp. Foods. Anyone hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Always. 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 We have a s'more donut that I think we're gonna. Yeah, Cut we're all going to eat now. together. Yeah, exactly. In, <laughs> the honor, in honor of camp and food. Exactly. Well, all Julie, right. thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having can me. We, Thanks for coming Can we on. run through uh, your restaurants in the cookbook? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Business again? So I have Duck's Eatery on 12th Street and 1st Avenue in the East Village. Um, we also have Harry and Ida's on 12th Street and Avenue A. Uh, my cake business is called Schweetums, S-H-W-E-T-U-M-S. And then the book coming out in March is called Salt Smoke Time. If you want to see the amazing cakes, follow at Schweetums on Instagram. And if you go into either of the restaurants, be like, is Julie here? <laughs> and then be like, I heard you on the podcast. <laughs> and then uh, I'll Venmo you $5. <laughs> Get the wings. They're real good. Get at everything. Ducks, yes. Yeah, at Ducks. Yeah, everything yeah. at Ducks. Um, all right. Julie, thank you so much. We thank love you. you. Um, check us out too happycamperspodcast.com Instagram iTunes rate review subscribe yep Apple Podcasts hit us up send us an email and you can write us an email about what your favorite camp food is slash was we'll read it
All right. On the podcast <laughs> and to ourselves. <laughs> Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. Bum 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 b